Welcome to another episode of the Best Kept Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing, aka the show about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, and I'm not alone. As usual, I'm joined by my brethren, Bill my Just and Prince Dways. What's going on, gents? We back. We back, we back. Yeah, we back, and I'm rested. Like, you know, right now I'm currently resting. It feels so good, bro. Ah, good. Feels I was good. telling you to rest. I'm glad that you rested. Nah, Finally dog, it's about it. time. It's about time to be fair. <laughs> I saw this fucking. This is so random, but I saw this post, bro. And this chick commented under your post that you're looking like fresh stockout. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I'm not stockout, by the way. Just for anyone that I was, I was like, eh, I'm not stockout. Eh, 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 they're calling my man's fresh stockout. <laughs> I'm not stockout. <laughs> It is. It is what it is. Bro. <laughs> anyway, bro. Anyway, I see you out there. I see you. Shout bro. out. Shout out. <laughs> yes, guys. Uh, today <laughs> is a special episode. Uh, the boy Reese dropped the other day. Yo, so and I thought it was a myth, hey? When I heard it's it, only right. <laughs> yeah. Thought it was a myth. Yeah, and so you know, last time we had a chat about Reese. You know, there was there was mixed feelings, you know. Um and so I was waiting for this, you know, for this product to, to drop so that we can actually like discuss, you know, some brand new music. And so I wanna know from you guys, you know, right off the top, um how are you feeling about about this this project? Hey, okay, I'll start. Doesn't sound like he's twenty four, bruh. You know what I mean? The subject matter, the content on this mm. thing, it just sounded like this man grew in the space of I don't know how many months. But like this project here was yo, it was a favorite. Like I really enjoyed it. I really, really did. It was good. Yeah, I agree. Yo, I, I, I really, really enjoyed this project. As much as, you know, it still falls into that thing of it's kind of the same sound from Reese, you know, that people always cry about. But I don't know, man. It's still working for me. I can't lie to you and say I did not enjoy it, bro. I enjoyed it. I think, as I always say, you know, he's he's he, the rapping is the, the caliber of his rapping is just so high to me that it doesn't even really matter, bro. Even if he was just rapping on a snap, bro, I'm telling you, it would be fire, bro. Now I wouldn't lie, <laughs> because he's such an excellent rapper, though. Dwayne, when I was listening to this, I was like, you know what? From a sound instrumental perspective. That thing where we were talking about where we like that that evolution needs to come. I feel like he he revolutionized from a lyrical standpoint and there was an evolution lyrically. Obviously the sound yeah. is kind of the same, but like I feel like his lyricism kind of overshadowed um my other criti- my previous critiques to be fair. Yes. I feel I feel the same way too. I, I think, you know, it's it's still the same vibe that we do get from Reese. You know, I can't say that it's anything really new but like i said hey man if it's broke if it ain't broke don't fix it you know what i'm saying <laughs> it still works bro so hey bro i mean you saw the streams they were going crazy you saw the playlistings all of that so i think man you know as much as i want to hear a, a, a something different from reese in terms of the sound and the soundscape and just the acoustics of everything I still think just as a rapper i was very 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 satisfied with this and i think I surely like, after like this enough. surely after this we can say uh recent mash well mash is the sample king in this country bro there's no ways i'm sorry there's no Come, when flips, it comes to hip-hop samples when it comes to hip-hop samples even though aka has been good at that but i'm sorry mash there's no ways mm. he's the best yeah, put in terms of that i've ever heard production wise 
crazy. Mm. Mm. For real. So are, are you guys saying you like the production or you don't like... Uh, no, no. You like okay, it. this is what I'm saying. I'm saying it didn't change in terms of like the sound, but I still enjoyed it. I yes. just, I think yeah. I would have had more to say if the lyricism was sort of the same. So I think the lyricism kind of elevated the fact that his sound still sounds the same from a production standpoint. Yes. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I mean. I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. It's not that, you know, we hated it because it sounded the same. It sounded good, but it just still had that same vibe that we're used to from Reese, you know? So we can't say that, no, we didn't like it. It's just, for me personally, I just want the day to come where he just goes left, but I still enjoyed this. You know, was this project worth the the wait? Yes, yes, it was. It was. It definitely was. <laughs> Why do you say it like no, that? No, because now nah, I feel like you know. I feel like you see Caesar starting with these subtle shots because he's <laughs> he's he so aggressively. No, because he hasn't spoken yet. So I think he's trying to start with these subtle shots. And yes, it was worth it. <laughs> I personally, I enjoyed it. Shot. It was worth it. Yes. I think it was I think it was worth the wait. Yes. Um but in in terms of I didn't really want this mixtape. I kind of wanted Paradise too, but hey, I still love the project, so it was worth it for me. It was worth a project from Reese. Yes. Wasn't this the one that was supposed to be like the Matrix kind of vibe anyway? No, Paradise 2 was supposed to be the Matrix, bro. Was it? No, but wasn't residual self-image like a preview to like the Matrix thing? Yeah, and but then I obviously think it changed. Ended on this I think he changed everything around when he changed his album. Oh. Like residual self-image, I think was supposed to be the single for um, Paradise, Paradise 2. 2 oh. But then when he changed everything around and him and Mash fell out and all that stuff happened, then I think... I think that's, that's Cap, personally. I think that's Cap, but it's fine. You think it's Cap? I, no, I, I don't know, because Reese seems to fall out with everyone, so I really don't know, bro. <laughs> but the thing is, you see, now if he's fallen out with Mash, it's going to force him to, to go left. Because I don't... That's, there's, that's there's kind of what else, I want, Yeah, bro. there's no one else that can produce how Mash does it, so he's definitely going to have to try something new if it's actually true. He must go back to PH. Go back to his roots. <laughs> that's where he must go, bro. I'm telling you. So you guys are saying that this project lived up to the hype, or was the hype bigger than the project? See, what are you trying to say, bro? <laughs> no, I'm asking. Actually, like, I'm actually no. I'm asking. Asking. What are you I'm trying asking. to say? What are you trying to say? <laughs> like, what what are you trying to gauge from us? Do you want us to fight? Like, what do you want, dog? <laughs> guys, <laughs> what are you trying to say? We have a conversation. Am I allowed to ask questions? Yep, we have okay, a conversation. Okay. I'm asking a <laughs> no, question okay. here. But these questions, bro, no. like you wanted to say something. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Before, before we answer that question, you never told us how you feel about it thus far. You never got yes. to your point. So let's hear your points first, yes. and then I'll be able to answer your next question. Tell us. Damn, bro. Niggas is interrogating me like I'm under arrest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing with the Reese fans today, dog. It's not that easy. <laughs> All right. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. Um, you guys obviously know how you know I feel about Reese as an artist in general. You know, we had a in-depth conversation last time about this. Um, if you if you guys are listening to this and you've never heard that episode, go check it out. It's somewhere in the archives there. Go stream that. But basically, um, my thing with Reese is that with this project, I was really I was impressed by his growth as a as a writer, 
you know, as a lyricist. I think mm. if there's anything I'm taking away from this project and I'm choosing to like, you know, hold on to, it's his um, lyricism. As an artist, he has grown. Um, there were certain yeah. songs on, on this project where he was, you know, telling stories that weren't necessarily, you know, directly about him, but about, you know, people around him and his own, you know, his own people. Um, but he was still able to tell it in such a way that, you know, it got the point across. And I feel, and I just, I just feel like um, the people, you know, who he was targeting in those stories, um, it will resonate with them. You know, I feel like there are certain songs on here which are targeted to, to like a, an older audience, um, which was very refreshing to hear because, you know, to be honest, I got tired of hearing, you know, the same subject matter, Reese, and, you know, basically, you know, just going off at his enemies and, you know, the industry. And I, I like the fact that this time around, he was able to speak on things like, um, you know, marriage, monogamy, you know, all those things, which I think will appeal more to his older audience. Um, mm. And he and did I think it. you mentioned it, was it... What was that song where he was talking about his boy, um, 9 to 5, whatever, and then he was like, I realize that my beefs with other rappers is just a drop in the ocean of what my boy's facing, basically. You know, yeah. like paraphrasing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of thing you could see, yeah. It yeah. shows the growth, you know. I feel like he is now rapping with a different purpose, you know. Um, mm. I think it's time as well. That he grows out of that, you know, that old thing, the antics and all those things, man. Like, it's played out now. He, I feel like now he is, the focus has shifted and his sights are, are different. Um, and so, yeah, man, that's, that's like my general um, review, I guess, on, on this project. And Reese, I don't have a lot of negative things to say. Um, despite what you guys were anticipating from today's conversation, um, right. <laughs> you know, that's rare. No, but okay. Now to answer to answer that question of, about the hype or whatever, I think for me personally, like I would like I didn't know what I was gonna get because obviously we were still really? thinking about this whole is it gonna be no like because remember everyone was like hey, um, there's still that Paradise Two element from it. So now mm. I was listening to Paradise thinking, is that what we're going to get? Are we going to get another fire in the water? So to be fair, I didn't exactly know what I was going to get. I, I, obviously, I had an expectation because MASH was producing. So I had an expectation in terms of like the beats or whatever, but I didn't know what direction he was going to head in. So for me, I didn't kind of build up a specific hype and say it must be at this level. I just took it as it came, to be fair. I'm not asking about your hype. I'm talking about like the general consensus, you know when people were talking about this leading up to the to the release and now it's been over a week did this project live up to that hype you know are people still talking about the project now i don't know like because I'm, I'm offline so like i'm not really sure what's going on out there but i do know that there was some sort of hype because it's reese yeah but then you you, you know you, you are more tapped in so you would know you know how people are still feeling about this after a week it's it's dropped you know and all of that I think I think it has to some extent because like even the way people received it, like you see on the day of its drop, 
everyone just highlighted the lyrical growth. Like everyone was busy quoting those bars about the nine to fives, quoting the um what was it? It's in let me just get it. It's in Mark fifteen thirty five when he was like, I know um I know better than to question God. I know everybody gotta die, but if I'm losing everyone I'm living for, then dear Lord, why the fuck a nigga still alive? Like everyone was pointing out stuff like that. So I don't think there was any I don't know how to put it, like I think we we got what we needed from Reese. I think we got what we needed. I don't think there was any like the, the any side jabs or this wasn't great or whatever. Like it's still there. It's still in conversation. Okay. I guess then when you put it like that, I I get you, you know? Um Yeah. I wanna get into some of the songs though, obviously. Um the intro, which was at Mark Fifteen thirty-five. Fifteen thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that bar I was, I was saying. Yeah. Do you think that was like a very strong intro? You feel? I think it was. You know, for me, I kind of got from this album, despite the content being of more older, you know, addressing an older crowd or whatever. I felt like there was some sort of like spiritual awakening with this project. You know, and you can just see someone's tapped into their spirituality or tapped into, you know, a different area yeah. of their lives then that's kind of what i got from it to be fair no nah, makes sense makes sense how about um hibachi how are you guys feeling about hibachi i saw him promoting it on ebro's show i think so what do you guys say yeah, about yeah, hibachi? Yeah, yeah hibachi bro yo 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 that was what that was definitely one of my favorite favorite tracks just lyric from a lyrical standpoint on the on the tape bro he went off on that shit he really went off honestly i mean just even how we started yeah, hibachi, I, I like, hibachi, dog. my shit don't fit the same i'm gaining body weight because i was on a beef diet turning rappers into hibachi steak did you come know on he, bro <laughs> did you know what hibachi steak was though i just want to ask firstly i didn't I, I didn't know. I had I to I thought like it was a restaurant. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that apparently, like it's it's, Jap- it's Japanese style steak. So you know when they cut it into like cubes, I think. So yeah. like when it's oh, just cut into cubes and it's like yes, yes. I know that shit. I thought yeah. it was like a restaurant called Hibachi because I had two chains and them niggas talk about that shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, what I'm but I would like like he came in and it was it, like it was short and sweet, bro. Hibachi didn't need to be like three, four. Like it was just short and sweet. He went and he came in, bars left. What did he say? Yeah, he came in with the bars. And I do like... Yeah? Seize, what are you going to say? No, I was trying to remember that other bar that he had about false prophets getting exposed. Something, something. Yeah, it was at the end. It was like the last two lines. That line is just stuck in my head, bro. Like, it's just... Yeah, every time I listen to the album, like, that line just keeps, you know, replaying, you know. Well, like, false prophets get exposed, bones get excavated. Uh, Okay. Come on, Reese. Come on, Reese. I mean, there's even like that same song. There's another whole little section that I really liked, you know, that he said, um, Ledgers never die after raining. As the king, you evaporate. That's a fact, not a forecast, nigga. I got the kind of drive impossible to format, nigga. Feeling like Neo inside the loading program, nigga. Was living like a nomad without a road map. Sleeping on floor mats. Remember there was six niggas inside that one flat. And if he wasn't you there, you wouldn't know, know that, that nigga. 
Come on, bro. You see, it, guys, you, you see this why we need sound on, effects. Man. We need sound effects. So let's just put in that, that air horn. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit. Dog, that to me was like, oh, shit. You know, when you got that face, like, oh, shit. He just, he said that. Like, I just like the fact that, you know, Reese can, you know, he sort of aligns those nice bars with his life and sort of ways sort of positioned in the game. You know, it comes sort of full circle with the bars you know some rappers will just say some rappers will just claim to be the guy but they're not the guy <laughs> you know what i'm saying reese is the guy bro <laughs> i like the there's the, the the sample a recurring sample on on this project i think it appears like i think three times um on the project near um, at the end of hibachi i think it, it pops up over there um mm-hmm and I don't know if you guys picked that up, but it's also it, it's it sounds very very similar to um, the sample that was used on Kendrick Lamar's song um, "Feel." It's like this mm. weird filtered underwater sort is it of. That, is it that um, one that's on Jimmy's interlude at the end? Well, so, yeah, it's it's on it's on Hibachi, and then it's also on. Um, yeah, I, I want to say it's. Um, Jimmy's interlude. I think it's, no, is it Jimmy's interlude? Mm. I think so. But yeah, either way, it, it's I'm like three sure times. Um, it pops up over them, and yeah, so that was cool. I don't know if there's like um, you know, there's some sort of thread, you know, in terms of like storyline and narrative with those songs that end with that uh-huh. interlude. But I'm sure there is. I'll just have to like you know sit with the album again and properly dissect it. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, man, that was that was cool. Um, how are you guys feeling about um, the same thing? Because for me, that's one of my favorites. I think it might be my favorite mm. right now. Yeah, nah, mm. that one was good. That 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 recurring line. Mm. Live. The same thing. You guys like the same thing? Yeah. I don't like that. Nah, well, I, I, would, like, I think yeah, that was like. I like. Yeah. I personally think it was my favorite, but like. Nah. For, no, for me, still, I think residual self-image probably takes most of them. Still, for me personally. But then mm. the same thing was like, it was it was up close there. Really, bro? I, I feel like you. that was I'm my least you. favorite track on the whole project, bro. Are you serious? I, I feel know. like it was too. Re- I feel like it was too repetitive, bro. And the production didn't change at all. It it was so long. Like I don't know. It felt like it should have been a shorter interlude. Maybe I would have enjoyed it more. It just felt like it was dragged out a bit. You know, to me personally. Now, I, can, I get that though. I get that. I like the subject matter because I could see kind of where they're going off, you know, being brothers and shit and coming off ambitious. I can see the vibe of the track. I like it. I like what they did. But as a song, it felt too long. It felt too flat to me. You know, it didn't feel like there was enough switch ups or energy in the song, you know. But do you but think yeah. they could have done more? So I don't know. Just like you said, the way that the production I think the Reece, set up. I think like, the problem was the, the, the production was so open. Maybe that's the problem, you know. A lot of the production, I mean, a lot of the, you know, or a lot of the, the way he sort of Reese rides the beats or, or enters on the beats, it's like he fills up a lot of the gaps and spaces, you know. I think on this track, he let it breathe a lot. They let it breathe. So it felt like you were anticipating something that didn't necessarily come. You know what I mean? It didn't, like, everything has, like, I'm waiting for that verse where Reese is going to tell me some shit, you know. But this one, I was like, ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? I see the vibe, but it wasn't really for me. Mm. 
What about Nightmare and Bryanson Drive? Mm, I feel almost the almost the same, but a bit better. I kind of enjoyed Nightmare on, on Bryanson Drive a bit more. I felt like it was a bit more. It had a bit more life to it. But I think that that section, I think that's track what five and four. Yeah, it's four mistaken. and five. Yeah, 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 four and five. I think that was just that part of the tape was a bit of a faller for me. You know, it was a bit of a, a drag, but I did, I, I still did enjoy the song. I can't say I didn't like it. Bill, I don't know how you feel about. Nah, it. I would not like. I think with Bryanston Drive, then I can agree with you in terms of you know all that you said with the same words. Well, not the same. It was the um, um, the same thing. The track before, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. type of format there. But I don't know. I think for me, like, it's it was alright. I mean, when it came to the same thing, I think the message that was being communicated, like, I actually sat down and like analyzed the lyrics. Like, it came through a bit more different when it came to that. But then when it came to Nightmare on Branson mm-hmm. Drive, I didn't really catch on to you know what was yeah. what was being said or what was what message was trying to be conveyed it wasn't like a deeper meaning you know what i mean like just, i think for majority yeah. of the songs there were like deep meanings behind it and that's why for the ones that didn't like you see which one the single that we got five-year plan as well i I still haven't mm. like i don't really enjoy five-year plan to be yeah fair. same same so same. it's like there were those songs here and there where i was just like ah you know it is what it is so i just yeah kept going yeah i agree what about um dichotomy because for me that yeah. that's this was the beginning of the dope storytelling yeah bro. <laughs> from from dichotomy that was a powerful story, story. he goes on like breath. a on like a three four track you know runway it's just yes. he's just locked in man you know um everything is airtight yes. it's it's yeah you know he means business and yeah, for me this was yeah this was one of those songs. You know, earlier I was saying that um, there are some songs on here which are gonna appeal to an um, older audience. Um, you know, and I feel like this is one of those songs. You know, where you're gonna have you know niggas in like their thirties, thirty five. You know, even you know older than that. You know, really listening to the song and, and taking stock of their own relationships, their own failed relationships and, you know, unions and whatnot. You know, talking about infidelity and all that kind of stuff, man. You know, oh, like those, it's the, in that the, alley. Those lyrics had a nigga scared about marriage, dog. I'm scared for marriage, no. <laughs> you see at the end, right? It's like, you don't even look at her the same 30 something years down the drain just because you wouldn't change mm. your ways, bro. I was like, damn, mm, bro. Mm, mm. I was like, imagine me now at that point in my life. That's real. Like, and it's real though that's the thing like a lot of his stuff like is just so relatable even though i'm not there yet but like i know it's something based on what i've seen from other people or you know other people's narratives and i think that's one thing that he did as well he tapped so much into other narratives other than just himself because for the most part in reese's career we've we've kind of just listened to his life and what he's going through and and beef you know what i mean but like this time around he's he's infiltrated a different space he's infiltrated different people's stories and i think that's what made it more enjoyable because there was just so much storytelling i remember i was checking on twitter someone was like this sounds like j cole like the way like this 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 album kind of had like a j cole um aura to it and i get that to some Mm. extent to be fair Mm. Mm. that's what i was saying earlier though you know that whole thing of him showcasing his growth as a as a writer you know yeah um because he's able to 
you know, look at other people's relationships, look from like the outside looking in and then taking that and then, you know, putting it on paper and making a song out of it, you know? Um, Reese hasn't, yeah. uh, I mean, he's a private guy, but I don't think he's been married. You know, he hasn't been married or divorced, or whatever. Um, yeah. And so, but then he was still able to, you know, talk about those things in such a way that it'll appeal, you know, to anyone who enjoys storytelling, you know? You don't have to have gone through mm. this experience to appreciate the way the story was told, you know? And exactly. J. Cole has been very, very good at doing that as well able to tell other people's stories you know um people from his family his friends his environment that he grew up in all of those things and reese was very much in that bag too you know with dichotomy and then even moving to the next well even like you see that i was saying that um that other sample that's that's a recurring sample on on this project it appears on this song as well and like i said maybe there is some sort of you know thread you know with those songs that have that sample um I don't know. We'd have to look in deeper into that. Because um, the next song... Yeah, because I think even... Sorry to cut you there, but even dotted lines, like the way that it ends, it gives you that impression that this is sort of like a story that's going to continue. So maybe that's linked with the samples as well. Well, I mean, obviously in dotted lines, he literally says... Well, they literally say, you know, like it's going to, you know, um, continue. Or I whatever. can't go out this way. Yeah, like it literally, it literally says it. Whereas with this, with, with the samples, like... He's not the one speaking, you know, it's just a sound. It's like a loop that's just been placed at the end of the songs. And so it's up to you yeah. to like really, you know, piece it together and see which goes where and all those things, which is cool. I like that. I like that, when, you know, when artists um, do that for their listeners, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, sticking with, you know, the storytelling, No Man's Land, which was like, geez, bro. That was like really, really good too. Mm. I had like very good mm, rapping. Mm, mm, mm. Do you have something to say, Doug? <laughs> I was just waiting for you, bro. But now, nah, like, honestly, No Man's Land, like, like you say, Reese was on a run here with the storytelling, with the relatability. You know, it just felt like he was speaking to you, like, like you say, in that J. Cole essence. You know, you feel like, yo. I'm hearing what you're saying, you know, uh, like I can put myself in the shoes or I know somebody also in these situations and experiences, you know. So, um, yeah, man, like I think No Man's Land, I, I don't know if it was No Man's Land or Jimmy's Interlude, but I think it was No Man's Land, which had all the beat switch ups. The produ I really like the production there, honestly, even though it was still sort of the same, but there was a lot of like interesting little switch ups there. Um and yeah, like there was a dope bar just where he said, um, don't get your life taken from niggas you're trying to take from, you know. Um, I, I just think that's very relatable in this day and age, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, with how, just if you look at the, I wouldn't say necessarily, you know, Mzansi it's happening so much. But I would just say the, the gun violence and stuff overseas, you know, I think they touched on it too, you know, in this song. You know, I think it was this song as well. Just talk yeah. about um, like the gun violence and, and, and also touching on like Black Lives Matter uh, Matter sort of topics. It was kind of nice to hear that sort of, I think it was at the end as well, that sort of sentiment coming from Reese, just to hear that he is seeing what's actually going on in the world. Because, you know, he lives in his own matrix and whatnot, bro, <laughs> you know. So it's good to see him or hear him just elaborate on those type of things as well. 
you know so i did enjoy that yeah i think what was interesting for me was like the contrast in subject matter especially in one song like this because obviously he started off mm. with the whole nine to five thing and sacrificing time and all of then it kind mm. of switched up to you know gang violence and people losing their lives like it was just it was pretty yes. interesting to be fair um because for the most part you know when it sticks to one song it's the same thing but i think when it comes to like reese's production or the production in general it kind of gives them room to switch up because the song is constantly changing so you know mm. just with that being said i i found it very interesting but i really did enjoy it and i think words as well he had a really good verse on this one i enjoyed yes. words on this one specifically for once like i won't say for once but like this is a time where i feel like yes you did prop on the feature you know what i'm saying you came through you weren't just added <laughs> you know as yeah. people like to say words just gets added <laughs> to the track bro but I, i liked him on this bro i did i think he did well um there's this line that he opens up with on i think in, in his third verse after the after that that switch up thing um because yeah it was um in this song where there was a switch up you know um and um i think yeah his opening bar was it's a war going on outside nobody's safe from right and mm. that reminded me of um that song by mob deep from like back in the day called survival of the fittest and prodigy mm. he opens up his verse you know by saying there's a war going on outside no man is safe from you could run but you can't hide forever from these trees that we that, that we done took um so it's it's both of these guys you know addressing crime and violence in the neighborhood and i think i might i might be wrong here but you know people they must fact check me but i think Kanye West also had um mm. something very similar in um watch the throne that song murder to excellence mm-hmm. where he was talking about chicago and how yeah um, yeah yeah i just can't remember i wish i could you know remember um the exact bars but it's just saying like you know it's a war going on outside where you say from um 314 soldiers died in iraq 509 died in chicago you know and so mm, now i remember that shit for me you guys know i like layered oh, it, i, I, I like just brought up the lyrics bars. is it the one where he's like yo sorry the one he's like and i'm from the murdered capital where, where they, they murder, murder for, for capital. capital yeah heard about yes. six killing the least this after school. homecoming nah, nah, homecoming? it's murder it's to excellence it's murder to excellence murder to yeah. excellence on watch the throne oh, i remember that and so now when i heard you know reese saying it's a war going on outside nobody's safe from it reminded me of those two verses one from Pro- prodigy of mob deep and from kanye west right mm-hmm. um and i like how you know reese was able to take that line that has existed you know since like i think maybe like late 90s mob deep was like maybe like 1999 if i'm not mistaken or whatever and then he was mm-hmm. able to yeah. you know take that and then put it in his own world and say you know here in the country we also dealing with you know those same things you know similar situations course, yeah. you know to make it more relatable but now you know like i said that line was said back in like 90s and then Kanye in the 2010s and now Reese in the 2020s that's very same line still being able to you know take a new form and a new meaning every time so mm-hmm. yeah that was one of my favorite moments from Reese as a rapper on the album I really really enjoyed that from him and i think it worked as well because like the 
like we're talking about when it came to like the beats and instrumentals it still carried like that old um olden day kind of vibe i don't know how to explain it boom bap vibe yeah like a boom bap it kind of gave you like we're back in the 90s or whatever but mm. in a more modern in a more modern taste or modern field you know what i mean so i think all of that kind of has a link and i won't lie like reese with this one i think was really creative in terms of how he approached his lyricism to be fair just mm. from the point that C's brought up like throughout there was just something about each individual song that you could point out yeah you can't fault anything reese lyrically i just there's nothing i can fault bro like he's just top tier when it comes to lyrics bro i he's too much bro the pen uh-uh. i liked his i liked his bar yes. about um about um drew barrymore and the scream reference from the movie scream yeah yeah so yeah, now yeah, like yeah. first of all like i i, oh, I love drew barrymore but i'm like you know i i, I also oh, enjoyed man. the scream movies all all of them Wait. you know and so do you have that re- can i say that whole part because i actually have that part they that keep telling me that we ain't fucking they, with the albums anymore but when i perform these songs the people mm. scream like drew barrymore i got up bro Ooh, i got mm, up i got up my seat when i heard come that, on bro. bro come on bro like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that was one of my favorite bars bro like, <laughs> dude <laughs> that's dope like i that's really dope. really enjoyed that you know I'm, I'm a fan of drew barrymore i'm a fan of you know the movies the franchise scream all of them but I'm also mm. a fan of like you know that was a nice this song you know Jimmy it's Jimmy's interlude and Jimmy Lulu is on production. I mean Jimmy Lulu is a he's a freaking legend, bro. Like you know that man is like a proper jazz legend in the country, and so like there's just so much so many things you know in this song that I enjoyed that were like you know that came together to make this one thing you know, and so and I feel like Reese and Ayanda are such a dynamic duo, dog. Like everything they do together has worked thus far. I would have liked to hear Ayanda more. Yeah, yeah, true. Jimmy's true. Interlude. I would have definitely. Yeah, but like at the same time, do you think she would have been able to like take the the space and the sound of what this was though? But I feel like I, I so. feel like I feel like um, this album needed a song like that. Remember how in the previous episode mm. when we spoke about Reese, I was like, I'm waiting for Reese to do you know songs with people like Shikani and them. Just give us some. You know, some some something you know something else than just you know your normal interludes and your normal vocal chops and whatnot. Um, but wouldn't you say morning pieces Ayanda. sort of like that? Yeah, it kind of is, sort but of. like not really though. I didn't really. And like that's morning I think for me personally that that might be the, my least favorite song on the album. Keeping keeping it real. Yeah, I don't really like yeah, it. it felt a bit. I don't know. It just. I don't know. It felt man. out of place in this whole project. But man. then you it's see, that's what I mean. Like, like morning piece not it's obviously it's not what we're saying in terms of having that um and it just to kind of sound to the fullest extent but it is it to some extent so now if we had a song like that don't you think it just would have been out of place in this whole project no i'm not saying have a song like that in terms of subject matter i'm saying um morning peace in terms of sub- subject matter it didn't appeal to me the way it was done very little appeal to me about that song right but you could yeah. use Ayanda, you know, you can still, you know, write soulful um, um, hooks for her to sing. You know, if, if you are pushing a narrative of, you know, a struggle or whatever, you can still have her be that presence, even have her as like a um, as like the woman in, 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 in the story, even like just be more creative with it Inst- mm. instead of just, you know, having her like there. The just female protagonist. Yeah. For the most part, I just felt like they had her as like you know just floating in the background. It was cool, but yeah. 
if you're going to commit, go all out, bro. You know? Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that, yeah. I guess, yeah, I'm hoping with Paradise 2, maybe we will get a few more, uh, a, a few songs where, you know, they really, really use, you know, those um, uh, features from, like, you know, the women that they, that they have in the songs and whatnot. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, it's just like... Well, but I then, guess we can say... Yeah? Residual self-image, though. Yeah. But, I mean, that was cool. And remember when you spoke about Reach That Time, we were like, is this is this a single? Is it supposed to be a single? You know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. But, like, in the context of the album right now, it's a great song. You know, it's it's a very nice song. Ayanda does very, very well. Um yeah, I guess for me, I would like to see, I would like to hear more of, you know, Reese collaborating with um, some of the women in the game. I think like the last time I heard no, it was man. like... Especially now, since there's so many in the R&B there's space, so there's many. a lot of up-and-comers he can tap into, you Yeah, know? there's a lot, there's a lot. Um, what else would, would, would you guys have loved to see more of from Reese on this? Wait, guys, before I go- get into that, when did Regional Solo change his name to Bello Solo? That's what I want to know. Unless you guys know. I remember. I've spoken about him in one of our episodes, like our yeah, early, early episodes. Have. It was regional solo, now it's Bello. But yeah, yeah, that's besides the point. I heard, yeah. Regional well, wasn't signed. That guy, sure. yeah. He's, <laughs> I feel like you see with him. <laughs> hit that Bello. It's like, now that, now that you brought him up, actually. I think it was in, I think yeah. it was like maybe like on two or three songs on the album. Um, his voice sounds good. Yeah, but the only the only time where I really enjoyed his contribution was in the song with Stogie T, where he was just like on the hook. Mm. I think on Bryanston Drive, I may be wrong. He comes in like near the end, and yeah, yeah, yeah. His tone sounds good. Don't get me wrong, guys, but yeah, it just felt like he didn't need the beat. He was just going off like in his own thing bro like the beat yeah, was there going some left parts where it was didn't going even fit. right like it didn't fit. i'm just like yeah. they just fostered it in bro but now here's my thing though i've never really, i've never like given you know um solo that much time so i don't know if this is like really his style where he just doesn't care about the beat i don't maybe maybe that's the style and his fans loved what he did some blue fish you know bro. but on on bravo i gotta give it to him he he did well over there you know he was just there on, on the mm, that, like mm. a very short hook and then you know that, Reese came through that with hook, the bars. I, mean, I, like, I like that hook. Stogie T came through, obviously. I mean, it's Stogie T, so you know what you're going to get there, you know? Um, but I'm not going to lie like, to you. I, I just feel like Reese kind of outdid Stogie on this one. But I think he kind of Stogie some flames. Which was what I was about to say is that for me, it felt like Stogie's verse was too short. Mm. It felt like he was just starting to get into it and then he drops the line and then he's like, he's mm. out. He ended too early. Yeah, exactly. and so... I felt the same way. It was a thing of... Whatever he was saying, it was still good, but it just felt like it was too short. You know, um, when mm. I when I when I listen to a Stogie T verse, I want to get into it, bro. Like you know, because I know, you know, he's the guy. But I just feel There's like no such thing as a good a good short Stogie T verse because Stogie T gives you so <laughs> much in a sixteen. Like, like eight is not enough. <laughs> so not enough. He won't get there fully. Like, everything connects. Man must give you a full sixteen, dog. <laughs> full one, bro. Exactly. Full package, dog. Oh. But I mean, I have hope. He's got an album coming soon. I have hope that obviously, you know. We're gonna get that. Uh, we're gonna get another Reese joint there, hopefully. Um, you know, I, I know Stogie T is working on some uh, really some really really good artists, exciting artists like Damien Marley and them. So shout out to that. Um, 
but yeah guys reese um any closing remarks on this project any hot takes mm. well there is uh one point i would like or a little verse i would like to highlight that i also thought was just outstanding and reese goes on to say i think it was yeah it's over me he, he says they could try to take me down but they won't take this all from me they won't take my artistry the music is a part of me pardon me but fuck them they don't want to go to war with me niggas ain't as raw as me my clique is full of gangsters dog yours is a sorority no weapon form against me shall prosper not even sorcery looking to the sky i see my father smiling over mm, me mm, pray mm, to god mm, my soul mm, to keep mm, mm, like mm, dog mm. Like, bruh, this is why I love Reese. It's just shit like this, bruh. Hey, I can listen to this type of shit all day, bruh. <laughs> like, the wordplay there, the connections, the... Ah, come on, bruh. Like, Reese is just a king of that shit, bruh. And I feel like this is something, honestly, a lot of South Africans fail to do, bruh. Like, especially rappers, bruh. They fail to just hold so much substance and threadage, if that's a word, uh, through their bars and through their, through their verses, like... You know, it's always just random things most of the time. You don't feel like this guy's taking you on a journey. It's most of the older guys who might still have that, you know, talent or skill set or whatever. But I like that Reese has that sort of thing. You know, it's kind of an old head thing now. But that thing of where when you're listening to the verse, he's going to give you some shit, like some actual substance where you're going to be like, damn, wait, let me rewind, dog. Let me just take that in again, bro. You know, so I really just shout out to Reese, man, for that shit because... That to me is a is almost it feels like a dying art as well, bro. You know, uh, to to be so yeah, just just I don't I wouldn't say poetic, but just to be so to just take so much care in your words and how you're putting them together and aligning them, you know, in, in what you're saying. I really like that. So, shout out. Shout out. Yeah, and it actually like from this project, you can just hear Reese puts effort. Like you can see, you can yes. hear when an artist puts an effort. Dog. You can just hear it. So from this yes, is definitely bro. what I got. But yeah, I'm 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 keen to see. I don't have anything controversial to guys to this, but like I'm keen to see if he's gonna switch it up now that you know supposedly Mash isn't around. So we'll see how. It yes, goes. I was just gonna ask you that. I was gonna say, how do you feel about if the if it is true? How do you feel about Reese's trajectory if him and Mash? Are to part ways um it can go good or bad um remember mm. so yeah just a quick one here i remember when um casper or remember when gemini was still mm. under family tree unofficially yeah yes. um casper yes. was working on his i think it was his third album um tuto which would obviously end up being tuto um, he was working with Gemini that had a few songs in, you know, they cut a few songs into the album, and then they had the fallout. Um, after Tito Mboweni came out, Gemini was producing most of that album. Tito Mboweni came out, you know, it was Casper's first single for the album. Um, Big, huge. Very huge song, sounded like um, ANDA by Nasty C, because obviously same producers, whatever, it's always going to happen like that. A lot of songs sounded like that. Even, what's, mo- what is that song but by then, sounded like stick talk Something about future. the money, bands over friends. But then, <laughs> there's a lot of songs my, that my, my, like. my point, my point that I'm trying to make here, um, to answer your question about, you know, the MASH and re-split up, is that mm-hmm. with Casper, that was a blessing in disguise because after um, Jim and I left, he was only left, it was just him and Ali. And, that mm. album came out great. 
you know, compared to the direction it was headed before. Before it was like a very hip hop, very trappy sound, but then it ended up being like a very musical um, album because of Ali. Ali is not a trap producer, you know, he does like actual like music, music, you get me? And so for Castle, it was a blessing in disguise. And that arguably, you know, at the time was his best album. And even now, some people might still say that's his best album. The verdict is still out there because the new one is still very new, you get me? And so for him, great. Because he was just heading down that hole of just trap, 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 same sound, same sound, same sound, same sound. Mm. Now with Reese, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, he could land up, you know, in Zucci's crib. And Zucci's one of the best guys in, in, the, in the country. And he could release think, yeah. the best album he's ever made. I, if, if the match split up is true, I, this was my first time hearing from you and Bill. I didn't know about this. But if it is true, oh damn, didn't yeah, bro. bro I'm offline, so I don't know what's going on out there. And so, like, sure. ah, nah, yeah, dog, yeah. It's, it's it, tense. It's tense. If it is true, then <laughs> my 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 advice to you would be, just get Zucci on the phone, bro, and you're gonna be good. Yeah, that's all it is. Just get Zucci on get the phone, Zucci you'll be good. Oh man, get Zucci on the line. That's all. So that, Come on, that's man. how I feel mm-hmm. to answer. Your, I hope that answers your question, Dre's. I don't know. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. It does. It does. It does, but yeah, I think we should wrap now. I think we've hit our limit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So guys, um, let us know what you guys think of the Reese album. Um, you can DM us and swear at us if we if we if we were hating. It's fine. I don't care. I don't answer. Nah, DMs. there was no hate this time. There was no hate. I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. So yeah, CZ came through with positive energy. <laughs> dog, I'm a new man now, guys. No, no more hate, guys. <laughs> Ah, right, then let's let's just wait for Flame to drop his hydrogen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, hey, hey, my name hey, has hey, been hey. CZ Ray. This has been the podcast about nothing, aka the best kept secret, or the other way around. Um, yeah, I was not alone. I was with Bill Mike Just and Prince Dwayze. Um, it's been lovely. It's been great. Until love, next love, time, love. peace and love. <laughs> <laughs>